0: Are you ready to change your mind? Are you ready to rethink the truth about reality? It's time to go on a journey into this weird world. Hello and welcome back to This Weird World. My name is Tansy Bajant and I'm your host for this show. So, I just want to welcome you if you are just new to the podcast or if you have been listening for a while. It is so wonderful to have you with me and I hope that you enjoy this podcast and I hope that you've enjoyed previous ones. So, At the moment, I'm still continuing with the series of tracking light and tracking life as we move through the year. And this is part of a program that I'm running with a dear friend, Amanda Simon, called Enchanting Fortuna. And you can find our work at enchantingfortuna.com. So what we are doing is each month, we are looking at the, and living with, The energies of each month. So, for example, we're in May now, and in astrological terms, this is Taurus. We're in the month of Taurus, and in terms of the tarot, if you are familiar, it is the Hierophant and the Empress. So, that's just to give you a little bit of uh, background. But I think in this podcast episode Amanda and I will just be exploring ideas around what it feels like to live within the energies of the month and just our own reflections of what those energies are, what they bring up for us, what we're experiencing. And then every month we offer a class where we really go more in depth into looking at the tarot cards and the zodiacal signs and just the way that the light is moving as is, is rising as we move through the year Amazingly enough this conversation for the first time is going to be in person so I have made my way home from Madeira and it's typically very uh, Dartmoor which means that there's a lot of wind and rain, but it's just so beautiful. It's feeling I feel incredibly content, I think is the is the crux of it. There's a feeling of really coming home, of settling in, and of recognising what it is that I value when everything else is sort of taken away. What is it at the base? What is my foundation? And, you know, this year has been a time of really losing um, a lot of those things that we hold dear, a lot of ideas about what we need in our lives. and. I think that there is, and also just, you know, an incredible amount of trauma and grief and pain, and it's important to be aware. And so at this moment where most of the world is beginning to open up a little bit, and particularly here in the UK, there is a real sense of just recognising what it is that we want to go back into, who it is that we want to be, what it is that we truly value and hold dear, and how we... Bring that into our life more strongly. In in different ways we've all been um, tested and provoked and prodded and now is the time where we can, there's been enough time that we can sort of settle into recognising what it is that we have been moving through. Just giving space to that and giving space to what we need, how we feel um, you know, the this month of this month of Taurus and the Empress and the Hierophant, there's a real sense of reflection and there's a sort of tangible physical nature to it. It's more grounded and earthy, not the fiery, passionate, driven in April, but a, a more settled, a more uh, profound in some ways energy of what it is that we want in our lives and who it is that we want to be and how we can create that, how we can call that in. And there's definitely ideas about security and comfort and nourishment. Nourishment is a huge one. And between the Empress and the Hierophant, there's, there's a sort of sense of uh, both physical nourishment and internal or spiritual nourishment. So, as you move through May, as you live through this month, have a little inquiry into how you feel in relationship to the energies that are around us at the moment. And if you enjoy that experience and you want to go deeper, then do join the programme. So just visit EnchantingFortuna.com and you can sign up to be a patron if you want to have the class. and we also offer an embodied yoga practice, which links to the energies of the month. So it's just a really good opportunity to stay on track each month, to spend time and reflection and sensitivity to what the energies are, and to learn a little bit more about them so that you can track your own life as we move with the greater cycles of the year. So I really hope that you enjoy this conversation between me and Amanda. Uh, Because we are in person, it is way more conversational than previous ones, and it felt really, really beautiful to be in the space with her. There's a sort of feeling when we talk that we kind of get immersed into it and we forget that we're uh, banging around a little bit, so apologies for that. So I am so excited to be physically sitting with Amanda Simon who is right here beside me. You've never used my surname <laughs> before. <laughs> <That's> so weird. <laughs> it's very formal. I know, it's, it's very I'm so formal. used to introducing you. Okay. Uh, it took me a while to get it because I normally say it wrong. Okay. I really had to think about it, which is why it probably came out serious. So English too. <laughs> So, Amanda, thank oh. you. That's better. So, welcome, Amanda. Thanks, T. <laughs> so, this month we are entering the realms of Taurus. We're and in the realms of Taurus. Yes, we're fully in the realms of Taurus now. Uh, so, as we moved into May, we are fully in the realms of Taurus. And in tarot, this is connected with the Hierophant. And I like to connect it with the Empress. I feel that there is a pathway, almost from the Empress into the Hierophant, or mm. a collaboration between them. So I like to hold them both when we talk about Taurus. Mm. I love that idea of a pathway. A good
1: mm. um, I don't think we explore that more somewhere else. And um, I, well, I think I'm just going to name land us in Taurus by describing where we are. We're, we're in um, Tansy's studio, which is um, in the kind of garden, and around is a kind of profusion of wildflowers, which have been dormant and have now sprung. There's tulips, it's bluebells, and the light here is very, um, it's like it transports you to a middle realm. Not always, but it's it's prevalent at the moment and um Tansy has a garland around her studio um, of clematis and the clematis is is out and it's a pink flower garland and that feels so ripe and redolent to Beltane and May and this time of year mm-hmm. and um you know Venusian eruptions of beauty and life and Mm. kind of just, yeah, the land is alive. And we're looking out over the local um, tour, which are kind of granite outcrops, which I was found out today, which is just so resonant to my experience here, and I think it will kind of really create my final note on this issue, (laughs) Uh, or not this, this kind of landing, is that all the granite is full with crystals and so, it's as if we're living in a crystal bowl, which is so um, true to my experience of this land. It's mm. like a resonant, um, booming bowl, <laughs> um, and the bedrock of it is that, and the kind of protrusions, the tools the protrusions are that, and so it's like a massive kind of... Mm, yeah uh, vibrating um both bedrock and outcrop <laughs> outcropping so and and the trees and what's so interesting about dartmoor in terms of um this time of de- year is that there's a lag like everything is a bit later here which also fits with the kind of time space disjunct i feel here because the rest of the country everything is fully out and alive and I just I love that I love being out of sync Mm. because it feels like we're in a different time space zone Mm. and so in a roundabout way that for me has so much of what uh, is the kind of Taurus energy
0: Mm. yeah there's a sense for me with that Taurian energy is that I feel that there's been a real landing, you know, there's a real sense of um, grounding and coming here. And I think for my own movement coming from Madeira and arriving back at this time of year, it feels like a, a beautiful holding and that the world around is emerging. It's really this feeling of coming home, of a sense of belonging, um, and like Amanda, you said with the the crystal underneath and the the feeling of being almost out of time, there's a sense that of just being held in a kind of bubble or that bowl um, and how for us that is incredibly enriching. So that's where we have made home. And, f- you know, that's how I kind of see this month. And it's it's a sort of settling in. It's a grounding. It's a rooting. And how I see that in terms of um, the Empress and the Hierophant in many ways, it's it's trying to find the nourishment, it's like what is the nourishment? Uh, and in the Empress, we find it in beauty or in comfort, or in the sense of security. And in the Hierophant, it's it's a spiritual nourishment, it's a connection. And I think coming back at this time for me, is just a lovely experience of coming home mm-hmm. in Quotation marks in a way. It's the sort of home month of the year. Mm,
1: I suppose that has something to do with Taurus and the body for me as well. It's like uh, the temple and the body, and mm. and and how are you in and with your body as home, um, as as you know, yeah, as base, mm. and and we're also in the stable energy of spring this is like the solid stable energy of spring and so it is it's got that solid quality to it like it's established mm-hmm. which is and maybe has something to do with you know but has something to do with belonging there's a quality of that something feeling established mm-hmm. sense of belonging um and and i suppose um it's the night sign of venus as well so there's something about a deepening it, it's kind of d- deep and in down deep and in which is kind of what enables the uh, eruptions of growth
2: mm.
1: and the eruptions I mean it doesn't obviously those can, things can happen with it without it but there's something in terms of the light and the life and the, and the, and the movement of earth and and uh, night in, in the symbolic sense but it you know it's definitely a kind of um feet on the ground that enables the uprising mm,
0: i like that because it also <clears throat> reminds me of the seed that we were talking about last month a little bit of let sort of planting that seed and that first injection of energy and if i think of that seed in the ground you can think that under the sunlight there's a sense of kind of stretching for the sun but under that venus night time like stretching below it's like what it's like the roots are underneath in the dark and yet they're searching for the nutrients and they're stabilizing themselves in the solid earth and so I kind of your explanation gives you this idea of this plant sort of growing in the dark um, both under the moonlight um, with a touch of that Venus energy but also beneath the ground creating that kind of stability as it then sort of weights to sort of stretch on and upward there's a there's a stability um in process in some way
1: yeah it's funny because I feel that the, the root formation is is made in the winter it's maintained in the winter mm. and then the seed and the growth but there's a way in which you I suppose there's something about the growth means that there's more ingestion there's taking in and that taking in maybe is how I can relate to what you're saying because that's that's what they're doing they're absorbing they're taking in they're ingesting the light and the life which then is being kind of taken into their kind of internal um digestive system which Mm. i suppose is the roots in a Mm. way in order to allow more to come up and out
0: well it's the nourishment Mm. and you know and what we see growing above the ground is quite small at this time or quite you know it's just beginning to to open and think about how much work those roots are doing to stabilize the young seedling and so a lot of that nourishment is coming in from that space beneath Mm. the space within and so that's how I see it as the sort of um a month of I guess I you know I connect it with the earthiness of Taurus and this feeling of of mm. sort of strengthening stability gathering nourishment from the environment to, um, to nurture the the body whether mm. that is physical human body or the plant body mm, mm-hmm. I guess
1: yeah I I definitely um, that kind of um, deep delight in the sensual world Mm. and sensual experience and and it's kind of so heightened at this time of year because it's awake Mm. in a new way like everything is kind of optimum.
0: I think in terms of when we're looking at a more global perspective or a more like outward realm rather than the sort of the way that the land is like I wonder how everybody is sort of feeling at the moment.
1: Yeah I'm feeling there's a lot of eruption
0: Mm. and
1: I think that's to do with the other planets that are in Taurus. And I think that has a lot to do with Venus emerging as well into the, into visibility. And, and I'm feeling that those eruptions are kind of quite Im- emotional heart, you know, very kind of like, um, that's what I'm meeting a lot in my practice anyway, just mm. blocks which have been really entrenched, which is a kind of Taurus quality, Mm. you know, entrenched things, which can be enabling and less enabling and um, entrenched patterns that feel like they create stability and security, but also stuckness Mm. and that kind of fine line between. And, And I think that's so key to this moment as well in terms of maybe so much was disrupted and then so much was implemented to feel secure in this, in the disruption and then with things opening again and all the kind of planets at play and there's you know m- kind of ongoing disruptive energies mm. like what is what is where is and what is safety and stability and 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 how what's your relationship with that and what what, what is what is it that is um, reliant on that and, and questioning that and being aware of that and finding things which are liberating whilst also steadying. I think that's something that I think, yeah, to me that's a really interesting inquiry. That, that things can be liberating and steadying or that steadying is liberating mm. <laughs> you know like. yeah
0: and that people but people can resist that sense of liberation because it seems like change and it seems like it's going to be creating instability and sometimes we can stay with something that is perhaps discontenting or like harmful because it's security when mm. actually sometimes you need that liberation to recognize that you can find security in that or a sense of Uh, a stable force but it's so interesting because i've had exactly the same Mm. experience with um all my work is that real sense that people have been holding on to or what is emerging is these ideas of comfort that we have fallen into that and patterns that we we no longer want but because they are safety because they are security because we know them it can be really difficult to challenge that um, especially after what we've all been experiencing and in particular like there's been a lot of um, aspects in terms of identity um, and how we feel in the world and in ourselves and in our own bodies like that's what's been coming through a lot and what I feel is interesting is that I think that as we, we we as we've moved through the pandemic there's a real sense of trying to understand who we are in this changing world and where we do find security and comfort and nourishment. Now we're in that moment of um, of kind of looking in the mirror. I think that's where I see Venus particularly in her aspect, particularly mm. with the Empress uh, and the hand mirror. And in the Hierophant, it's, it's, it's coming back to self and it's looking in the mirror and seeing like of your whole life, like what have I got around me? Is that what is, Is is it nourishing me in the ways that I need to be nourished, and or is it stopping me from? um, Is it is it holding me back in some ways? And I think
1: yeah, I can definitely hear that. And I think there's equally the flip of that is that people have found new resources Mm. and new levels of or new aspects of themselves, which the busy kind of rinky dinky world kind of distracted from, you know, and, 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 and have that having been so stripped away, they've discovered new resources and what's the relationship between those resources and the world opening up and that kind of sense of what wants to be um, reintegrate or what wants to be put back into your life and what, what can you stand steady in because you've discovered resources which perhaps what you had in your life before was a compensation for that Um, which kind of very much links with you know that people have fallen into patterns to create comfort but I think also people have discovered resources because things have not been available to them and in that they've discovered what they were standing in for and they've kind of discovered that in that there's actually a lot more richness than they realised in the less than in the absence of, and you know, Taurus is also about values and resources and the resources that you maybe didn't know that you had. And I think that that's a big kind of question. Um, because that, that those are quite radical changes to people's lives in terms of, you know, what, what, what do you want to put back in? Because you have a choice now, whereas before maybe there was less awareness. And less consciousness about it, and so your life was just filled with many things. But in that having been taken away, there's something being made possible to discover, which does get compromised. And do you want it to be? And if you don't, then how do you want to rebuild? You know, there is something about building victorious as well.
0: Yeah, no, it's so interesting. I mean, I can hear everything that you're saying as well in terms of my own life i i think there's a sense of kind of coming through this whole experience is coming to know yourself more and we've now got this moment where we can make decisions based on who we are and who we want to be and when you talk about build like what is it that um i want to build into my life where is it that i want to grow and recognizing what resources you do have to to step into that um that pathway in a way and to recognize what you have been like the crutches essentially that you've been holding on to and what are they it's a it's an interesting balance of both growth and clearing and yeah recognizing i guess your your own values and what gives you um what gives you value and what you find value in mm.
1: because i think there's also a hunger coming in you know there's, there's, i feel like that an immense hunger um, as we open up, and and there is something voracious about Taurus energy, yeah. and it feels like that voraciousness could be even more given the the apparent depravity, mm. the apparent depravity, and I'm 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 personally not sure if it is depravity; it mm. might have appeared to be, and and I think that's something that is very very live and something that I think that is a kind of unique, every kind of month has been unique, but there's something incredibly unique about this moment of May and fecundity and things opening up and a a level of of awareness and, and, and a level of possible discernment rather than just a gobbling, because mm. of the sense of what has been restrained. And that that gobbling, I think, is something that is... Sorry, that word is quite funny. <laughs> it's quite... It's gobbling. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I want to use that more. <laughs> I think there is. I think there is a voracious gobbling.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In terms of, like, how... That is the nature of kind of May anyway, mm. and then that is the nature of kind of an aspect of Taurus, and then that is kind of doubled up
2: mm.
1: with the opening of of the world,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and a and a and a a sense of yeah, is it depravity or is it apparent depravity? What mm. what is fueling that thought? Is that conditioning? Is that kind of just the mismatch? You know, is mm. it so
0: it's funny because i i kind of slightly see it a little bit differently i feel like now there is such a sense of real nervousness in coming out and or like approaching the world because and because of a recognition that you don't want to consume perhaps in the way that you did in terms of the amount of social interaction or the amount of external stimuli you know there's i don't know if i've Maybe it's because I've been away for so long, so I haven't had the full breadth of the feeling of opening. Because I think it's amazing that that the government in the UK have timed the opening in the, in May, mm, mm. which is extraordinary. Because it is that kind of the opening. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it is like that bull, where everyone is sort of out the gate. <laughs> oh no, not yet. But everyone is kind of like like not sure, not sure, not sure. But once you get them going, then they'll be like charging out.
1: Yeah. No. I. But I think. But like, I think yeah, I think that, um, I think there's such a spectrum, so we can't be generalizing about this, but I think in some instances there is a nervousness and a, and a, a fear, certainly a fear I have of being sucked back in, in a way that I don't want to be back in. Mm. And, and, um, because, because there's been an intoxication that I don't want to, um, mm that I don't want to lose, you know, an intoxication in terms of something I didn't even know was available. (laughs) And, um, so I think in terms of that, that, that nervousness, like pay attention to it. It's absolutely like, it's so kind of fruitful to Mm. consider, because it's not something that would have been so acutely aware Acutely available because there would have just been life as usual, and it was just Mm. another kind of May month. Um, So the the sensitivity is is I think it's like an extraordinary um, state Mm. to to kind of experiment with in terms of what you want in and what you what you don't, and that's so bodily. It's Mm. so bodily doesn't have to be literally bodily but just in terms Mm. of like being in public spaces and recognizing the impact of that on your body and Mm. your nervous system and that awareness to that can be so quickly lost yeah so quickly habituated again as normal as you know like yeah yeah
0: well it's funny because like if I think back to last year at this time so May last year and then May this year because we had sort of entered the lockdown, but I found at that stage in the lockdown, there was all of that huge amount of information coming at you from every angle. And um, I remember really kind of, I remember then kind of gobbling it all up. And I would say that in the May stage, I really went more into the body and like, or more into the emotion of just actually being present in the change and i think it's interesting that in this month mm. we're kind of preparing for the opening and it's being mm. again it's it's almost in reverse it's like kind of preparing being in body feeling the emotion of what it feels like to kind of open again it or, there's, but there's interesting kind of, gate
1: gates there yes i'm really hear, hearing like we were it was the time where we were being gated in mm. and now it's the time that we're being the gates Let are out. opening, yeah, and and that's so interesting because I remember feeling just defiant this mm. time last year.
0: Do like, <laughs> not <I> remember that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the two different balls. Yeah, I'm like woo, and you're like no. That's yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> I just remember feeling so defiant and so enraged, and how dare you, and and feeling quite kind of um, yeah, just like a, f- a fury, mm. like a, like a trapped
0: creature
1: yeah and and you know thinking that somehow that was there was a kind of energy that came from a a sense of like beating the system but actually it wasn't that because it was about people's health and about people's well-being and and then I kind of you know my ego kind of got got checked (laughs) in the sense of like you know, like it was so. It's been so interesting in relation mm. to that. Like, what, what is it to kind of, um, and 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 then a, then a full kind of endorsement of that kind of collective care, mm. which I think is very Torian as well. Um, and this time, completely different for me in terms of like all the shedding
0: mm.
1: and the continued shedding, and actually. The kind of open ground liberation in that. Yeah. And and yeah, kind of sniffing, <laughs> you know, at that gate. And oh, actually yes. there's something, yeah, I don't know. There's something about that gate being opened, which is certainly nerve-wracking think, think, for a lot of people, because it's like things are available where they yeah. weren't available before and things that you haven't felt for a long time like Mm. possible FOMO or possible feelings of being drawn into things and and feeling obliged and not knowing what the relationship is between feeling obliged and your own choice and I think it's I think that that gate metaphor is a really helpful one actually because where do you stand in relation to it are you someone who is just wanting to bolt out the gate? Yeah. I definitely know people who want to just bolt. What's that about?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and other people who are timid. Yeah. And actually I quite like the gate being closed.
0: Well, It's so mm. funny because it's like, imagine having a whole load of wild bo- like wild um, balls and then you pen them in and they are stamping at the, at the bit to get out, you know, like kicking their heels, like pushing. Some of them will kind of be at the sides going okay well let's just wait and see what's going on and some of them will be like racing at the gate trying to get out snorting that snorting was <laughs> yes exactly and i'm just kind of waiting on the side being like i'm just going to just going to stand over here and then suddenly it's like there's like this kind of 360 turn of us all being held as bulls in this cage uh and then suddenly the it opens up but it's a different world but it's this sort of open meadow and that you say, some are like, getting out there, go get the grass. Go gobbling. Gobbling. And the others are like tentatively at the side being like, I'm not sure if I want to go out there yeah, yet. Yeah. It's it's so interesting to think about it that way because I've yeah. got a perfect picture of exactly the... Yeah. The, and I, the, I think what's so mm.
1: interesting is coming back to Aries. Um, uh, the Aries energy was where, you know, I remember bolting out of London to get mm. here for the equinox like that was like I packed up my life put it in my van and just fled London (laughs) and was here for the equinox which is the time where everyone is usually oh and Mm. it was the beginning of the enclosure but then May was like the bolting (laughs) of the the gate you know like the definitely the kind of that initial from the solstice from the equinox now felt like high stakes adrenaline Mars on steroids but at the level of kind of um, hoarding and gathering, and me and my survival. You know, Mars yeah. at its kind of, you know, Aries at its kind of most cynical, mm, kind of grim. <laughs> and 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 then you know the equinox this year. There was already that sense of things beginning to kind of. Um, you know, it was kind of around the time of the vaccine beginning to mm. kind of be be rolled out, and then so that. Yeah, I just, I just, I find, and and that from a kind of, you know, if we we put it back into the larger context again, and we put it back into these incredible cycles that we live within, Mm. and both the cycle that we're tracking, you know, the kind of yearly cycle with Enchanting Fortuna, but then this much bigger cycle of time that we are in, in terms of this movement of humanity, Mm. and movement of humanity in relation to Gaia, and what's happening on a much bigger scale in relation to the human condition and human consciousness, to recognize this incredible rhythm that has happened in relation to this virus and to kind of feel those patterns and the planet's parts to play in that and the archetypal part to play in it, it's a kind of extraordinary elegance. And that for me is where kind of another level of trust, lands and where I think with mm. the bull there's something with all of these archetypes I think with the Empress with the Hierophant and with the sacred bull and Venus there's something about a quality of of, of sacred yeah trust
0: mm. and, um, but you're right there's a sacred trust and there's a sacred rhythm I think that that's, you know, when we are tracking it, I... Tracking the year by the month and the archetypes, being so aware of it has actually transformed my life Mm -hmm. because I see it in the qualities of my own life, I see it in the qualities outside, and you recognise the rhythms, you recognise that we're all moving to a similar... or within the same rhythm. It's so extraordinary to see and to experience and to feel essentially a kind of divine architecture. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's, it's
1: something of like, I think the last thing I'll say is something about instinct in relation to this as well, trust and instinct. And that seems so important to this moment. Mm. and honouring instinct um, and instinct's relationship to self-trust and to trust in life and, um, and into the kind of bigger cycles of existence really mm. I think it was so different in person yeah.
0: yeah me too, I really and
1: that's what I think people are going to start to rediscover what is it to be in person, flesh to flesh, again, you know, and how much of that do I need and want?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that actually made me really emotional. Like, I've been so, that's part of the deprivation for me being away for so long and coming home and seeing friends and family. I value being with people so much. I think more than I could have anticipated that it Mm -hmm. matters to me of how extraordinary the energy is of being with another person Mm -hmm. and how the energy is tangible and I don't think I recognised I think I always knew it but I didn't recognise how strongly someone's resonance is touching you Mm -hmm. in in
1: all sorts of ways not just in ways that you are attracted to but in ways that you are repelled to as well
0: yeah, there's a
1: there's a, a, liveness a to vid- that, yeah. a vividness. To yes, that. I agree. Yeah,
0: and like just sitting here with you, I'm just so in awe of the fact that you're right here beside me. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> it feels wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, T,
1: and we hope that that was a. Um, mm, we just hope that it took you somewhere that you hadn't gone before.
0: Yeah, and have a think about your own journey through the year and where you found yourself last May and how you feel this May. And so there it was, my conversation in person with Amanda. And I wonder how you feel as those gates open. Just spend a little time reflecting. And again, if you want to join uh, Enchanting Fortuna, then go to enchantingfortuna.com where we have a monthly class and the podcast you can find there and we do monthly musings and there's a monthly yoga class that you can join or receive. Uh, so yes, I really hope that you enjoyed that and I look forward to speaking to you next time. I wish you a really beautiful May. And the song to lead you out is Find Your Way by Rising Appalachia.